Greetings, Meatbag. This is the Morning Donut Podcast. Thank you for tuning in. Hey, welcome back to another episode of the Morning Donut Podcast, where we talk all things tech and nerd pop culture. My name is Carlos. With me, as always, my co-host, Tani Juan. Hey, hey, hey. Good afternoon. How are you? Doing great, guys. Good to see you. Good to see you, too. Everyone have a good week? Oh, yeah. 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 Did it, did it snow this past week? It sure as hell did. Yeah, right. Yeah, that was Tuesday. Didn't I say? Didn't I call? Didn't I call that? Yeah, it was like Monday or Tuesday. Wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, it was like a winter one. Because I think it was there. last week. You were like, "Oh, it's so nice out." I'm like, "Yeah, okay." <laughs> and then boom, mini blizzard, and it, it just melted right away. But yeah. still, <laughs> I looked like outside. A reminder. I was like, "Oh my god!" It's, yeah. it's like fat flakes were falling too. Yeah, and today's like what? It's 63 degrees right now. Yeah, it's really nice out. So snow yeah. tomorrow, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Another blizzard. <laughs> Uh, what do we got going on this week? So uh, uh, Intel's uh, doing some weird uh, campaign ads. Yeah. <laughs> Let's talk about that. Yeah. Uh, crypto's getting banned in, in certain countries, big countries too. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about that. Uh, of course, we got some insights into Falcon Winter Soldier and the Snyder Cut finally out. Man, we got a, a double whammy there with uh, that show coming out and Snyder Cut coming out back to back on Thursday and Friday this past week. So we got some stuff to talk about there for sure. Yep. And of course, as always, there's timestamps in the show notes. So, you know, feel free to. But before we get into that, uh, Juan's got some privacy concerns, or maybe we all should. Well, what yeah, do you got? I don't know. I mean, what do you guys think about privacy? Do you care? I care a little bit. Depends on what it is, right? Yeah, I care okay. a little bit. I don't necessarily care a lot. I've, I've come to terms that we live in a digital world and there's only so much privacy you can really have if you choose to live in that digital world. Yep. If you want to go off the grid, go ahead. Otherwise, you're someone's tracking you, bro. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry to break it to you. <laughs> so there's this uh, blog site, uh, P Cloud. It came out with a list, a uh, list of 50 applications and the amount of data that they share with third parties. Okay. I feel uh, like I've heard kind of some of this, but I don't know any details. Okay. So like, we won't go to the all 50, but we'll do the, like the top 10. Sure. So I mean, who, who do you think is number one? Well, first, we'll start with that. Um, I would imagine anything in the realm of Facebook, okay. obviously. Yeah, same yeah. thing. Okay. So number 10 is eBay. Okay. They share 36% of your personal data, which would include things like pictures, location, uh, contact info. Pictures of what you're selling, you mean? Yeah. Yeah, right. Because yeah. what else would they have access to? And when to? location, not necessarily your home address, but just your vicinity, zip code information. Who knows? Who knows? Yeah. I don't know how I don't know yeah. how much info they have on that. Yeah, uh, user contact, uh, search history, browsing history, uh-huh. identifiers, which are part of your phone, um, usage data, diagnostics, wow. financial info, Whoa. fitness and health, mm. and sensitive data. Okay. And according to the list, none of them actually share your sensitive data, which would be, I'm assuming, credit card. Yeah, Social probably yeah, identifying stuff. Yeah, maybe there's address. no marketing reason for that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, maybe credit card type. Who uses this? Who? What do you use? PayPal, Discover, Visa. But sure. Not yeah. The but not any. Not any. Yeah. Because again, the, the whole point anyone wants to share any of your information is just for until they can add stuff, sell stuff to you. That's right. all it is. Yeah. So. So number ten is eBay. They share pictures, mm-hmm. search history, browsing history, identifiers, yeah, and usage data. All right. What's number nine? Number nine is Duolingo. The hell's that? Is that, like a, is that sounds like a, one of the ones that teaches you how to speak, kind of like a Babel or um, what's the other one? Rosetta Stone. I'm is not that what sure. it is? I've never. I'm gonna. I'm gonna look see it up here. Okay. So what is number Duolingo? eight is Deliveroo. Deliveroo. 
the what the hell is that? <laughs> I'm not sure. I don't use it, so I'm not worried. No. Duolingo, the world's best way to learn a language. So okay. yeah, so Duolingo is like one of those apps that teaches you how to do stuff. What's the one okay. you just said? Deliveroo. Deliveroo. Spell the way. Spell deliver with two O's at the end. Deliveroo. Okay. Deliveroo is an online food delivery company founded by William Shu. Um. Okay. Yeah, okay. So it's some okay. kind of food. It's kind of not be in the States. It's in the UK. Okay. Yeah, so it's not here. So, so it's kind of like a DoorDash. Okay, but. so those three share 36% of your data. Okay. Number seven is YouTube Music. All right. Followed by YouTube. Okay. Followed by Trainline. Okay. All, Trainline. all three of those are 43%. Trainline. What do you got here? Trainline is a British digital rail and coach ticketing platform in mm. Great Britain. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. These two kind of surprised me that they were so high up. Uber Eats is number four. That actually makes a lot of sense. I'm not surprised. They want to know what the hell you're. Yeah. They, Wait, what are you? What are you I ordering? Guess. And what are you? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Okay. Okay. That that's, makes a little more. That's fifty percent. That's a lot. Yeah. Uh, because if you're ordering food from a far away from a restaurant, that gives them insight. Like, okay, well, maybe we should open up a restaurant in an area that yeah. people are delivering to, because mm-hmm. obviously there's people that want. Right. They probably look at the data of the, the spikes of how often, maybe a, by zip code, maybe right. Like, so yeah, that makes sense. Okay. okay. Uh, that's 50%. And then also 50%. And number three is LinkedIn. Okay. I mean, it's a social yeah. media server. Yeah. Okay. Do, you have, do you guys have LinkedIn? I have a LinkedIn. Yeah. Okay. I mean, yeah. I, th- I don't know. I feel like it, it doesn't. Really it's, yeah. I don't do anything to it. I literally don't post, don't update. I mean, I ha- it's up to date in mm-hmm. terms of like what I do for a living and things like that. But otherwise, no, I don't care. Okay. <laughs> and then number two are, like you said, in the Facebook realm. Number two at 50 57% is Facebook. Okay. So they are. I'm there. not surprised that we all knew yeah. that. Yeah, right. I would imagine it was 100%, but that's yeah. cool. And number one, 79% is Instagram. Right, which is also Facebook, Facebook owned. Yeah. 79%. And the, and the only thing that they don't share is their sensitive data and your health and fitness. Okay. Everything else on the chart. Well, that's because that's all predicted by HIPAA and, and, yeah. and just okay. privacy. So then, so then they just share what whatever you search for, the photos you post. Yep. Identifiers, diagnostics, mm-hmm. contacts, your user... And you can opt out of a lot of those. Right, yeah. But a lot Somewhere of people in the don't. Settings. You yeah. got to dig deep into your settings. Oh, yeah, big time. I think <laughs> Apple's making that harder, too, because they have to... Yeah. The If you have the app on iOS, the app has to tell you what it's uh, yeah. what it's tracking from you, and then you can choose from there to turn it on or off, uh, which is cool. I, I would rather... Again, I don't necessarily care all that much, because if I really cared, I wouldn't just be on that platform to right. begin with. Yeah. Yeah, so, when you start posting on that platform, you know, you know it's public. Yeah, so it's right. Like, you can't, and unfortunately, you can't expect to post on a public platform like that and just assume that you're that they're not doing anything with your information. That's why it's free. If anything's free, you are the product, yep. plain and simple. If you're getting something for free, it's because you are the the product that they're making money off of, and that means your data. You're funding your own. Right, exactly. So you choose, you know, if do you want some for free? Cool. Guess what? You got to give some stuff up in return because yeah. nothing is actually free. Yeah. <laughs> That's why all the, yeah. And we're not surprised about Instagram because on New Year's, remember you were talking about adjustable weights. Yeah. And you text me on the way home like, I literally just got a bunch of ads for a bunch of them. And, and I'm sure every single person that's listening to this has had the exact same experience. You could just be talking about something. Yeah. And all of a sudden, it just kind of pops Boop. up. And it's like, what? And um, honestly, it, that doesn't, it doesn't mean that they're literally listening to you. It's just that their algorithms are that good. Right. They really are. Like the algorithms know that you're going to even, – even the algorithm that Amazon uses for you to, to buy stuff, mm-hmm. like they predict – what someone is going to buy in a certain region and they move that inventory to that region so that when I come and buy it, it gets to me quicker. Like, isn't that nuts? Yeah. Like, how do you, like, how do you do that? 
So they're not listening to you literally. It's just their algorithms are yeah. so good that they predict your behavior yeah. because they already have a lot of information on you and they know that you're probably going to bring this. It just seems creepy, but it really is just a bunch of ones and zeros. That's yeah. all it is. So we'll, we'll post the link to the to this yeah. list. Um, so if you want to look One that it. I was surprised it wasn't at least in the top 15 or 20 was Twitter. And they're number uh-huh. 28. Number 28. Yeah, it's 21%. Not bad. It's not bad. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Not, I'm okay with that. Yeah. Like I said, I... There's a level of uh, of acceptance that I have with with this stuff. I don't know how you guys feel about it. Um, if I really, really cared, I just wouldn't be on this stuff. And yeah, also, I, mean, it's, I don't care if you want to just sell me things that are more relevant to me. You're going to sell me ads. You're going to show me ads regardless. Yeah, at least make it something I want to look at. Right. At mm. least make it something that's like, oh, hey, that's kind of cool. I actually need one of those. Yeah, I mean, a lot of our favorite YouTubers, they... Yeah. they kind of i don't want to say circumvent like the regular general ads of youtube yeah. but they do a lot of sponsorships and stuff so oh yeah 100 and they're all in there at the very least they're all relevant yeah. i can't tell you how many times i've gotten something from a youtube ad that the youtuber is doing and i'm like i'm gonna check that out mm-hmm. even like i have i think it's um the most recent one that got me was i think it was to franco i was watching his show mm-hmm. um philip defranco if you ever sees those like news mm-hmm. and stuff and he did something for Bright Sellers, which is a wine service, which has nothing to do with like tech or anything like that. But he did this ad for Bright Sellers and I signed up. Yeah. Yeah. And I've gotten like for like the past four months, I get a shipment of wine. They got you. So they got me. But you know what? That's something that I wanted. Mm-hmm. Uh, they curate the wine for you. I mean, it was just something cool. I'm like, cool. I'll check that out. And I did. And, and there you go. Boom. <laughs> so uh, I personally don't care that you're trying to sell me stuff. I get it. That's your job. It's up to me to say, I don't yeah. want that, or I do I want mean, that. Unless you're, unless you're doing something illegal. then Yeah, which yeah, they're not. Wrong. Because again, the, the whole incentive of people wanting, to, companies wanting to have your data, they don't want to do anything malicious with it. They just want to feed you ads. No, I'm talking about somebody worrying about their privacy. Oh, if, yeah. If they're doing something illegal, they're not going to go publish. And even they're then. They're not going to use it. They're and not gonna, even then, they don't care about your legal yeah, activity. Yeah. They care about what you're into. So they, they can make money off of you. you an yeah. ad. That's all they care about. Maybe exactly. you'll get more ads for guns because yes. you're doing <laughs> some. Here's a roll of duct tape. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> they're just trying to sell you stuff. Yeah, they're trying to monetize you. They don't, they don't care what you're into, bro. They just care. It's like, hey, do you want to buy this? That's it. <laughs> So that's kind of the reason why I'm not super concerned with privacy stuff because they're not doing anything with it aside from just trying to sell me some shit. And I'm totally okay with that. So yeah, Um, that's enough of that. (laughs) So if you're out there freaking out about your, about your uh, privacy, um, throw your phone away. Yeah. Yeah. Throw away your phone, your PlayStation, (laughs) throw away everything that is connected to the internet, even your car. I mean, People yeah. don't realize how many, I mean, we have a semiconductor shortage. Right. I was just going to say that the fact that we have a chip shortage in the world even impacts the car industry because yeah. your car has a processor inside of it. Not connected. Swamp, connect, many. Plenty. Connected to the internet. Yes. So, you know. So just go live in the, in the woods. Yeah. It's like, again, there's a certain level that you guys just have to accept if you want to live in the world that we currently live in. Yep. yep. Plain and simple. Yep. Uh, but uh, speaking of ads. <laughs> <laughs> what's all right so uh we're of an age where you know we definitely i'm sure a lot of people you are too maybe some young people out there but uh the whole ads with i'm a pc i'm a mac back in the day what was that what maybe 20 years ago i don't know when those ads were were out yeah but yeah mid 2000s i would say those ads are pretty much what put um macs like mac computers kind of like a super mainstream thing where it was like very cool to have a macbook or, or whatever it was right and you had these whole i'm a pc i'm a mac uh, ads with Justin Long and some guy in a suit that was playing the PC, right? He mm-hmm. was always just some boring accountant type of person, mm-hmm. right? And so now Intel's doing the same thing, but with Justin Long again. 
Have, have you seen any of these? I haven't seen them, I but I've seen heard them, of them. But I heard of it, yeah. Okay, so I'm going to play one just so you guys can hear uh, kind of what they, they start off the same way that they did back then. They dropped a few of them, and uh, they're all about something different. So this first one here is about uh, Intel having choices, or you having choices with Intel because you have a bunch of different laptops from different manufacturers. Uh, there's another one where they talk about like two-in-ones where you can like, you know, flip mm-hmm. it around or whatever. But here, here, can you guys hear this? Let's see. Hello, I'm a Justin. Right. So right there. So he just starts oh off instead of because normally it, it even looks the same. It's like him with just a white background, just like the, the old commercials yep. did. Okay. So it says like, hello, I'm a, I'm a Mac. And then the other guy says, oh, I'm a PC. Did he say I'm a Justin? Yeah. He okay. says, hello, I'm a Justin. Okay. So again, just really, it looks identical. Let me go back and start again. Justin, just a real person doing a real comparison between Mac and PC. Come on. These are all PCs. Oh yeah. Intel. Nice. Well, my face just so he's just staring at a table with a ton of laptops around and he's got some MacBook sitting there as well, too. And he just does a little comparison, obviously painting the MacBook in a negative light, yep. saying that they're not as good as all these other manufacturers that have different like form factors and things like that, which is accurate. You know, there's a lot of other things that have like dual screens and a bunch of crazy stuff. Yeah. But uh, I just thought this was really interesting. Not for Justin Long. Good for him. I mean, he's just he's an actor. He's he's going to whomever is cutting him a check. Oh yeah, he doesn't care what it is, yeah. right? It's just he, he knows that uh, it's a gig. It's just a gig for him, like any other. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but I just kind of felt like this is the same thing that Sprint did when they took the Verizon guy a few years ago, yeah. and you know whatever they did with that campaign, which was pretty smart, I think, at the time. Uh, but what do you think of this? Is this kind of desperate from Intel? I feel like it is. Yeah, I mean, well, yeah, I mean, because they're they're gonna get annihilated by. Everyone Apple's chips, yeah, mm-hmm. and also AMD on on top of that, yeah. So they're just getting destroyed from from two different ends because AMD's chips are far superior, in my opinion. They're cheaper yeah. and they're faster, or they're the same price with way more performance. You're just you're just getting so much more on AMD right now. Yeah, I mean, so when was the last time Intel came up with like a chip that was just like they haven't? They've been on the same stru- they, They've been on the same process for years. Like they've been doing 14 nanometer. Uh, for lo- a long time mm-hmm. in terms of the chip architecture. Uh, so they haven't done anything different in like the past probably seven years, maybe. It's been a long time, maybe even longer than that. So they have the mentality what if it's not broke, don't fix it. Yeah. Versus right. let's, you know. And it's because they're, they own the market. That's they, exactly they, why. they do. They own it. They really do. And it's the consumer stuff is small potatoes because their mark, their big stuff comes from enterprise, comes from yeah. making you know computers for like massive companies and things and like servers that servers and stuff like servers that. all that stuff yeah. so that's probably that's innovation's enemy yeah exactly right you're just Com- you're, you're complacent complacency yeah that's the, that's innovation's enemy and then your com- and then your competitors because they're not number one they spend the time to innovate and that's what amd's done obviously uh, apple doing the m1 well, stuff yeah, I mean, look where amd came from yeah I mean, it took, I mean, and it took them years yeah, it them to a get to time. where they are, mm-hmm. but they, like you said, they innovated, they kept pushing and now, now they're at the top of the mountain yeah, until new, new architecture trying to catch up now. Well, exactly. That, right. that was Apple and I, that was Apple and IBM for a while. Uh-huh, yeah. exactly. I mean, Windows, I mean, Windows and Mac, I mean, I mean, in the nineties, no, same I mean, thing. Yeah. Only certain people had app, Apple if you needed it, but yeah. So I just, I feel like this was kind of funny just because it's. Like, especially because you look at this ad, you know, Justin Long is standing in front of a table with like, I don't know, it looks like maybe nine laptops. And it's like, I guarantee that all these laptops probably run better with an AMD chip inside of them <laughs> than an Intel. Yeah. Because right now, all of the AMD mobile chips are crazy powerful, man. They're yeah. so good and they're power efficient. They're really fast. Like, it's just, they're so good. 
And here comes with this. It's just, I don't know. I just felt like, dude, what are you doing? <laughs> it just felt kind of desperate to me. Yeah. I don't know. Well, I mean, well, I don't think any, I mean, yeah, it's not going to change. So here, here's what's interesting, though, is clearly they're going back. They're going at Mac specifically in all of these ads, right? That's what it's all about. Um, which, by the way, Apple still sells and promotes mm-hmm. uh, machines with Intel chips in it, which is, again, like, they still sell your stuff. Like, why are you doing this, yeah. number one? But two, I think it's even funnier because I'm almost positive. I can't confirm this, but that Apple themselves gave them this idea because Apple did the brought the PC guy back, mm-hmm. the same actor that did that in their keynote for, I think it was for the M1. Yeah. So that was sometime last year. Um, yeah, it was the M1 because they were talking because that's why they brought the PC guy back. Yeah. yeah. And maybe they saw, they're like, oh, we should just bring in Justin Long. <laughs> so it's kind of funny that they gave them the ammunition, I'm assuming, to do this ad in the first place because again intel doesn't innovate anything so they couldn't even think of a, yeah. of a marketing strategy and they so, had to steal so it's it. like their their marketing team was sitting around a table like what are we, what are we gonna come up with yeah and they saw the keynote <gasps> oh light bring bulb justin yeah. long see if he's available let's bring let's just bring justin long in <laughs> yeah. and he can do the i'm a mac thing but we'll switch it up and he just says i'm, I'm a, a justin <laughs> which makes zero sense what do you mean you're i'm a justin I'm a Justin Tell. <laughs> yeah, I'm a yeah, <laughs> Justin Tell. But that's the beginning is the the part that kills me. Yeah. I'm a I'm a Justin. I'm a Justin. Okay, that's why I had to say it. Did he? Is that what he said? Yeah, I'm a Justin. Because basically, he's just saying that like he's just a regular person. You're not, bro. You're Justin Long. Like yeah. we know who you are. <laughs> so according to your IMDb, your Alvin from Alvin. And yeah, the did you guys know that he <laughs> was Alvin from Alvin and the Chipmunks? It's crazy. We were kind of thinking before we started recording. We're like, does Justin Long just really need the paycheck? <laughs> this dude works, man. Yeah, I just does. pulled up his IMDb. He's doing tons of stuff right now. He does a bunch of voice acting. Uh, he, like, he's got stuff going on every single year. I'm looking through his list. He's fine. Yeah. So. <laughs> maybe he wasn't busy that day. Yeah, maybe he was just... But they maybe they shot him all in one day, yeah? You think yeah. so? Because yeah. there's like four ad, three or four yeah, ads sure. that they dropped. So, yeah. I don't know, man. I thought that was pretty damn funny uh, that they just kind of took the idea from from mac them from apple themselves to go against them with this kind of ad yeah i'm sure somebody's gonna probably come out with a one of our youtubers will come out with a video where they do a comparison and just uh yeah and this is the even funnier part is that if you look at the ads like actually look at them they're on youtube uh when they get to the showing the the macbooks Mm -hmm. and it's like the new ones or whatever it's like with the m1 they actually like photoshopped away the bezels around the macbook so they're actually make they actually make the macbook look nicer <laughs> in the ad because they it looks like it's just screen to screen which it does not look like that in real yeah. life so you would think you would point that out like look how ugly this thing because it i mean that's one negative of these right is like they look dated at this point they have bigger bezels they haven't really changed the design yeah. of the laptop itself but in the ad they actually made the macbook look, look nicer. physically look nicer by removing the bezel around the screen i'm like what are you guys doing <laughs> oh man uh oh, what yeah one of the things here too that in the ad that he says when he picks up the laptop he says oh that unlocked with my face he's talking about like the yeah. windows hello uh which i think is a big uh drop in the ball on apple's part for not putting face id oh yeah in these newer laptops because face id really is great mm-hmm. and if i can just open this thing and it sees me that'd be amazing well that's what i thought when they did the keynote yeah when uh what's his name craig Federiti or how yeah Federiti. remember when he did that little Mm-hmm. When he opened he was it, peeking it, yeah, I thought that's what he was announcing was that it was going to have face ID. No, he was just announcing that it's always on or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but, don't get me wrong; it still has Touch ID, which is nice. Yeah, but it's it's for laptops. It's way quicker to just open it and it sees me, and then yeah. boom, it unlocks. But for whatever, they dropped the ball on that, in my opinion. 
maybe they'll come out with that later. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, check out the ads. They're pretty funny and cringy, I think, in my opinion, <laughs> especially if you just kind of know the history of it. It's just like, what are you doing here? Uh, all right. Moving on to uh, the crypto ban. What's going on here? Crypto ban. What is going on here? So here is the the article. Uh, India government, Indian government is planning an outright ban on cryptocurrency. Wow. So what do we mean by outright ban? They are uh, actually the law would impose fines on anyone who trades mines or even holds cryptocurrency. What do you think? <sighs> Good luck with that. Yeah. yeah it's going to be hard to that's going to be hard to <laughs> how are you going to. How are you going to monitor? Are you going to stop it? I mean, right. Again, that's the point of crypto is that it's not traceable. So I, I don't know. I don't get how the the enforcement of this is going to go. They probably can't enforce it, but they can just deter it by by putting fear. That's exactly what it is. I think it's just we're going to we're going to find you if we find out. OK, how are you going to find out number one? But again, to your point, hobbyists will be like, OK, I'm not going to do it. And yeah. The people that are really into it, they're going to how you going to like, find? OK, sure, bro. <laughs> well, they're, 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 they're probably going to go. Well, the initially because china's trying to do the same thing right as right well they're not as strict right now but china has yeah. a, a, and a, china a, had a lot of these large miners uh, big huge miners yeah. Yeah. yeah so that's where they're going to start off with yeah and they're going to confiscate as, that and, and then and use it as they as their citizens or their people see that that's going to strike fear in yeah. them to like oh no, i guess I'm that not. makes sense it's easy to go after like a, a mining farm that's yeah. like a whole warehouse full of you know rigs that are just mining all day that's obviously easy. Like, oh, we're going to get those people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's easy. But someone just doing it in their house? What? You, what? I guess yeah. they can see, oh, wait, this house has like tripled the amount of yeah. light bill that anybody else's neighborhood has. <laughs> and their trend just spiked. What's yeah. going on in that, that house? That could be that too, right? Yeah. yeah. Let's go investigate. Right. Back then when you had a a, a spike in your electricity, it's because you were like growing your own weed. But now it's just you're just mining crypto. <laughs> what do you got now? You got a little grow farm down there? What do you got going on? Why is your electricity bill so high? <laughs> oh, no. Just mining some Ethereum. No big deal. Nothing to see here. Nothing yeah. to see here. They're going to uh, confiscate it, take it, and then they're going to use it for themselves. Right. So currently with India, with uh, China, you just mentioned, theirs is, uh, it's pretty strict too, but right now their, their restriction is on trading and mining only. They don't have a ban on if you, and you, training and, trading and mining, they don't have a ban if you actually just hold mm-hmm. crypto, like you just own it. Yeah. Well, I can see how they can ban, not the mining, because how would they know, but if, right. like, like us, when we have, when we subscribe to like Binance, we have to provide our information, so sure. they know you're in it. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's true too. So I guess if you wanted to sell it or trade it, you have to be on a platform where you have to give them your information. Uh, but again, also too, these are private companies back to the right. whole privacy thing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like most of these companies are, it's in their best interest to keep their customers information private aside from trying to sell you ads, obviously. But, but isn't that why Binance got banned? And then they had to come up with a U.S. version because yeah. Binance was got banned in the U.S. until they created their own version, right. which now they're required to report. I don't know what the reason was. I think Binance wasn't requiring a lot of personal information. Right. Okay. And then the United States, Right. I was like, no, we need to know. Yeah. Right. Because now, because right now, I mean, you have to, we have to, I, when I signed up for my, I had to be, everything, I had to take a picture of my face and my yeah. ID and a bunch of other stuff. I had to sign a blood type and in. That, <laughs> <laughs> Danny had to give up one of his daughters. It's oh crazy, God. man. It's like he, and he happily did it. I was blown away. I'm like, oh my God, he just did it. Just handed her over. <laughs> just kidding. But that was the thing though, with a lot of the market, these markets, bef- like, when they first started coming out, they didn't require anything. Nothing. You just right. needed an email just address. E- yeah, you could even be a fake email if you wanted yeah. to. So a, a lot of it has changed. Yeah, now it's very um, strict. Yeah. 
Yeah. And I like guess it? that, yeah, it just comes from the trading in general. Cause it's like that in any trading app, like you want to sign up for Robinhood or whatever, you have to yeah. put a lot of information in there. Well, that's what they got to tax you. Right. And it's also, you're making a, a broker account. So it's, they have to have that information, mm-hmm. but for, yeah, for stuff like Binance or even Coinbase, which it's, it's all just about crypto. It's the same thing. When I signed up for both of those, I had to sign, I had to show them everything. Yeah. Yep. So, so do you think that with them banning it, they're going to try to do their own? Because I don't know if you guys know, Venezuela had their own crypto that they tried to come out with called the petrol. Yeah, I do remember that, but I'm assuming it didn't go anywhere. It didn't go anywhere because it never, because Venezuela and in their, in their inflation rate is oh ridiculous. My God, it so it, like it never wow. really picked up, but a lot of their, a lot of the Venezuelans, they still do crypto Yeah, because they do it in the peer, peer network. Got it. Yeah. Where they don't even have to bother with the government. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, their people are still using crypto and there's, you know, the government's still trying to push the, the petrol. Right, crypto. right. Interesting. So it's still kind of alive then, right today. Which one? That one? The, yeah, that one. Yeah. And it's still alive, but it's like maybe mm-hmm. a couple cents, I think. Okay, got it. Right. So it's not anything big like uh, your Ethereum's or yeah. all that stuff. So do you okay. think like China and India are going to like try to... Yeah, they could, but then what the hell's the point? Because then it's still a currency that's still decentralized it's still centralized by your mm-hmm. government and that's defies that defeats the entire purpose of someone doing crypto in general it's and because it's decentralized and who's gonna buy it just people in their own country well that's yeah. probably what happened with venezuela you're right and in, and in, i mean those would be the two best countries to do it they're massive economies right you india and china they're huge that's a, yeah so, half, half the world population right yeah there. so i guess they could do it but again why would you it's no different than their normal currency already if it's controlled by the government anyway yeah yep so um but i think this is more the whole reason they're doing this is to just kind of take some control back themselves i would assume like they don't yeah want i mean it's people putting money their citizens putting money into a decentralized it doesn't benefit a government if you're using um finances that are decentralized right exactly so yeah they would want you to not do that if it was up to them obviously yeah so Interesting. Do you think anyone would follow suit? You think the U.S. would do it? I don't think they would. No, because no. I, th- I think I think anybody it. that's yeah. not in the crypto is going to lose out at the end. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so too. I, I, don't, gonna, I think if you don't adopt, if you don't adapt to it now, right. right, or at least in some way, even just we talked about before, even just getting on board with blockchain stuff, like understanding how that works, that's going to be the bigger thing yeah. that uh, I think will kind of dominate a lot of our lives in general, just from. Mm-hmm. Your IDs, your passports, like not having to have a physical thing to identify you anymore, I think is going to be where we're going. So, yeah, I agree with that. Not just being left out in the dust. Like. Yeah, you. And you would think, though, China yeah. and India being such large countries, they, they would want to adopt. Yeah. And also technically advanced countries, too. Like they, a lot of tech comes from there, yeah. you know, from those regions. And you would think they would be on board with this stuff. But and maybe they are for as far as blockchain goes, but maybe not because they like to control stuff. And yeah. you can't control a blockchain. Right. So, I don't know, man. It's kind of it may not go anywhere. We'll see. I mean, yeah, it's going to I mean, it could be posturing. I don't know. We'll see. I, I, I agree. Again, I think it's just more of a scare tactic, but yeah, we'll see what, what they do with it. Um, but let's move on to some fun stuff because that's not fun. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier episode one, season one uh, just dropped on Friday on Disney Plus. Uh, would you guys watch it? And what you guys think? Mm-hmm. I watched it. It was good. Yep, A lot of action. Yeah, for sure. Okay, so we are going to uh, probably get into some slight spoilers. I didn't. We're not going to get super like WandaVision no. depth here. No. Um, but, you know, if you have not seen it yet, just so you know. Spoiler alert! All right. Timestamps, of course. Skip ahead if you don't want to hear what's going on with the, with the first episode. You can just skip ahead if you'd like. But uh, go back and watch it and then come back and listen to this. 
so right off the bat, man, this I thought I was watching a movie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Holy moly. We talked about that in our group chat. Like, yeah. Like even when it ended, I'm like, oh shit, it's over. Dude, legit, I thought, I'm like, why is this over? <laughs> because I thought I was like in a full-blown movie. The, production, the minute it started. From the, the, yeah, like right away, the production quality of this is top-notch. It is really, really good. And we did get, what, another seven minutes of credits? Was yeah, of seven? course. Yeah. Because I think course. the timing on, on it said 50 and it was like 42 minutes. Yeah, it was, it was, just, it was just over 40 minutes. So yeah. it's it still on the shorter side. It's not, it wasn't like a full hour or anything right. like that. It was... You know, but again, uh, a lot happened in the first episode and it, that very first chase sequence where uh, Falcon is mm-hmm. like, you know, chasing the guys in the in the little fly that suits. Was awesome. That was amazing. Man. I don't know how much of that was practical and green screen and all that, but it looked real good. I want one of those suits. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you can buy them. The flight suits. Yeah. Just jump off the building and just <laughs> people do that. That's yeah, crazy, but I mean, man. but that was—I mean, there's no way you can do all stuff they were doing. No, like, no actually, no. of course not. Yeah, no. you know, I feel like I was watching Star Wars at some point. Yeah, exactly. When they were going right. through the canyons. Yeah, there was even one scene, uh, one little section where one of the guys in the was gliding in the fly suit and he flew it back into the helicopter. Yeah, I'm like, wow, that's crazy. <laughs> I even re- I even rewound it. I'm like, did you guys see that? <laughs> so, uh, yeah, just right off the bat, man, it's it's like, hey, this is a, a big Disney flex. Like, hey, we have money, we can make cool oh, shows. Yeah. How much did we say? Seven hundred million a month. Yeah. Right. <laughs> That revenue they're getting yeah. right now is pretty fat. Um, so this is episode one of six. So this is going to be a shorter series. I'm assuming more are going to be slightly on the longer side episode wise. Um, but like you said here, it was just about 40 minutes of actual episode time. Mm-hmm. Every episode like this, man, it's going to be awesome. Yeah. Again, this is just so it, we get uh, a split view between the Falcon and Winter Soldier are not together in this episode whatsoever. Right. So Falcon's doing his own thing. He's, uh, he seems like he's still working for the government or he's working. I forgot what branch of the government he's in. They, they mentioned mm-hmm. it, but I forgot. And um, Air Force. We, was it Air Force? Yeah, yeah, it was Air Force. And it starts off with, you know, the whole, you know, he's trying to rescue someone. And uh, we get the same guy that was in uh, Winter, Soldier, Winter Soldier. The Winter, the guy with the, with the buzz cut. Mm-hmm. I forgot his name, but he was the same character, which was cool. Uh, so he's there. And yeah, man, they, they, he pulls off this crazy chase scene trying That's to good. try to rescue some uh, military personnel guy. He, he does get him. The way he gets him too is cool. He like flies through the helicopter to grab him. Yeah. Uh, just really good stuff. I think just that scene alone was worth that whole episode. Yeah. <laughs> it was really great. Um, and then what happens after that? Then we get the the other his his uh, his buddy Torres, uh, who in the comics he actually becomes Falcon. He takes the mantle at some yeah, point. Yeah, when. Um, when he becomes Captain America, yep. Torres takes on the mantle of of, of the Falcon. Yep. Um, we get to see more of the 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 drone Red Wing, mm-hmm. which is cool. I, I kind of wish they would have done more the the comic book route because in the comics it's an actual Falcon, yeah, and he has like a telepathic connection to the Falcon. He can control him. Uh, whereas here they're trying to make it a little bit more practical, which is not really practical because it's still using tech that doesn't exist. All Stark tech. Yeah, it's all Stark tech stuff, uh, but. I guess that is easier to explain than to say all of a sudden a Sam, <laughs> Sam has telepathic abilities yeah. to talk to a bird. You know what I mean? So, I guess yeah. I guess that would be a little bit harder to explain in, in the MCU, but that would have been cool. Yeah. Because, but otherwise, he's got this little drone thing. It's pretty much just like a murder drone. It just blows things up for him. <laughs> so, <laughs> he's got this little murder bird drone. Um then we get introduced to uh, the Flag Smashers, which is a, in this in this case, it's a group, right? Yeah. It's kind of like an activist group, kind of, sort of, where mm-hmm. in the comics, it's a person. The Flag Smasher is like, an, an one action, guy. He's like a one, he's a villain or whatever. Yeah. And their whole thing is, 
they don't believe in uh, borders. They don't believe in, you know, um, I don't know, I guess like they just, they want the world to just be one as opposed to having all these different countries. That hence the name Flag Smashers. Mm-hmm. And they're, they're pretty much born out of the, the blip. Right. Yeah. Right. They so they kind of like came together during the, exactly. during the five years of the, so blip. they were the one They're They're the group that say that the world was better off during the blip when everyone was disappeared and a lot of different, uh, geopolitics changed a lot in those yeah. five years we yeah. they haven't really explained how or why i mean obviously we know why but details wise we don't really know um but yeah that's pretty much what they're about and it looks like some of them are enhanced right mm-hmm. so we get the scene with torres where he he joins like one of their like flash mobs <laughs> and when when that scene came up i thought he was part of them like oh snap this guy's this guy's in it but he was just there trying to he learned about it and he was trying to find out what was going on um so he put the mask on and then the dude just like jumps out of the window from like probably like a good, I don't know, five, six stories up and just lands on his feet. No problem. Yeah. He kicks a security guard. Dude goes flying. So obviously they're enhanced, right? Mm. So I don't know. Where do you think they're going to go with that? Are they going to be mutants? Are they going to be some kind of super soldier thing? I think they will be kind of super soldier. Some, somebody got yeah. their hands on the serum or something. And I they think try so. to experiment with them. Yeah, I think so too. Um, so more than likely, and again, not to go down the, the theory rabbit hole. We already got burned with that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Not going that way. It's Mephisto. <laughs> it's Mephisto all along. He was doing it. He's giving them powers. <laughs> it's not Mephisto. It's not Mephisto. <laughs> um, so at the very end, we'll just skip to really quick to the reveal of um, uh, the the new Captain America. Yeah. Right. Ooh, new, this guy in quotes. And this guy looks like a goober, man. Like I don't know. Dollar store. <laughs> He had like big ears too. Didn't yeah, he? his ears are like just like sticking out of his whole like I don't know, man. It's <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I thought that was some kind of it was kind of comical, like, huh? I don't yeah. know. What did you think of that whole reveal? I didn't take it serious. It was yeah, cheesy. right. And I think that's the point. Yeah. So, uh, so this character is uh, it's John Walker, mm-hmm. and in the he's a com- he's a character from the comics, and in the comics he is U.S. agent, and U.S. agent is like he's also went under the Super name Patriot, Super yeah. Patriot. That's yeah. the other one. Where he's just like this ultra conservative guy, like super like, you know, rah rah America. Mm-hmm. And he's kind of he's a he's a ally in some instances, but he's also a villain. Yeah. And so that's who this person is. So we're assuming he's gonna become US agent at some point. And in the comics, he's enhanced. He's he's got like super strength and then kind of like Captain like the Captain America himself, like mm-hmm. Steve Rogers is. Now he gets his powers from someone called the power broker who is like a scientist or, mm-hmm. or whatever. And he does like experimentations on, on things. And in the credits of this, of episode one, they were showing like little clips of random things. Mm-hmm. And one of them said, uh, the power broker is watching. So it's pretty clear that power broker is going to be in this show at some point. And so I'm going to assume that anyone that's enhanced in this show is getting their powers from this power broker. And and that same sequence, yeah, there was little bullets. Yes. With like a blue liquid so exactly right so that could be some kind of serum, serum or whatever or but this this power broker guy i don't know how i mean in the character in the comics he's a cool character i don't know how they're going to do it here they'll yeah. keep it i'm assuming a little bit more grounded but it seems like that's what it is so this guy's probably already enhanced or will be enhanced at some point and um i think yeah so i don't know i just when i first saw him like who is this cheese ball <laughs> like, and yeah. i think that was the point that has to have been the point yeah, yeah. I, I think the rot, well, from this episode, it's like Sam gave up the the mantle, pretty uh-huh, much, yep. right? And then, if I don't know if you remember, what Rhodey was saying like the world's 
allies are still separated. There's yep, still a lot of exactly chaos. Right. So it's like they're trying to find somebody. Yeah. Which, by the way, I didn't that. know that uh, Don Cheadle was going to be in here. I was kind of excited <laughs> to say, I'm like, oh, cool. Yeah. You, got, you got Don Cheadle in here, which is, I'm assuming they're setting him up too for just the armor wars because that's going to be mm-hmm. his own show as well. But yeah. So I think they're the government in, in, the, in the show is just like, well, we need somebody to sure. take that mantle, or, right. you know. So this is essentially a, uh, a, a like a government appointed, yeah. po- like politically chosen right. person to be yeah. <laughs> to be Captain America. So it's just it's just silly, and uh, they did a good job of showing that it's silly. Because again, mm-hmm. this guy just looks like a total. Because it would be silly. Our yeah, government would be. do something like that. It would be right. So yeah. it, it's good that they're like this is if there, if someone actually did that, that people the- would just be like, what is this? <laughs> Get out of my face! What is this? <laughs> so they did a good job of making him look like a, just a total dweeb. With like he's just cosplaying as Captain America, <laughs> like it's pretty much what he looks like. Uh, but uh, so really you, interesting to see where they're going to so go. So, do with you that. think that that the the shield is um, vibranium still? Uh, I don't know. So, a lot of the things are saying that because the the shield was obviously damaged in yeah. Endgame, right? Because Thanos destroyed it with whatever his weapon is. I don't know. I forgot what kind of metal his weapon was made out of, but it destroyed his shield in in Endgame. And Cap came back with a new shield when he came back old. Right. So the Russos even said that he lived out an entire life in a different timeline Mm -hmm. with Peggy Carter. So more than likely, he obviously fabricated his own shield again. And um, some people have said that it's not vibranium, that it's proto adamantium, which is what it's made out of in the comics. So it's kind of like a mix Mm -hmm. of like um, the stuff that Wolverine's claws are made out of and all. It's like it's like a mixture of an alloy. Yeah. And so so it could be that because it looks different, too. Right. You see, it's got like little cutouts. It looks like it's pieced together almost. Um, and so that's the same one that they have here, yeah, which was crazy that he had it because didn't they put it in the, didn't he don't, didn't Sam donate it that's to, why got, to that's, the Smith's That's so why he got upset at the end. He's like, yeah, Ugh. because like, dude, didn't I give you that? Like what's going on here? But, um, but one thing too, that I, I think the show is going to go down is I think they're going to cover a lot of like the racial inequalities because even when he gave the shield to the Smithsonian, one of the government guys pretty much said, Oh, hey, this, you know, this is the right thing to do, right? Essentially saying that they don't want him mm. to be the next Captain America, right? And there's even a panel in the comics. I forgot which what series it is, but there's the and this is this, of course it's of his time because it's back in the day, but there's a panel in the comics where it says, you know, I don't think the country's ready for a black Captain America. Mm. And I think that's kind of what they're looking at here. That's why that government guy was like, "Oh yeah, we'll take that." And then they give it to this schmuck, you know. So I don't know. <laughs> He's probably a nice guy. I don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he looks like a goober. Goober. <laughs> I haven't heard that one in a while. <laughs> Goobers Cap- are good, though. Captain Goober over here. Um, so I think they're going to go down that route in, in terms of like dealing with some of those social issues. Because mm-hmm. um, we even see it, too, when uh, when Sam and his and his sister are trying to get the loan. Yeah. And, and they really brought up an interesting point, too, with like how do superheroes make money? Because the, the guy's like, okay you know, cool, you're Falcon. He's trying to get a selfie with him, like really inappropriate. <laughs> but he's like, where do you, how do you get money? <laughs> like, we can't just give you a loan, which I get, right? You can't just walk in and be like, hey, I don't have a job, technically. He's been gone for five years, too. That's true, too, right? Because they, I mean, his sister says that. Yeah. It's like, how do you have income if you have, if you were gone for five years? So, so I, I don't know if they mentioned if his sister also was blipped out. No, I don't think she was. Okay. So they're trying to keep their, uh, their families... Yeah, she, um, she keeps bringing up like that she was she had to stick around and keep things together that's correct right so yeah. we assume she was there the whole time which probably was really crappy right it was a long yeah. five years of you know trying to keep a business afloat it was their family their family business um and it's like a shrimping boat or something like that yeah yeah so some bubblegum shrimp going on yeah that's what it was. So, 
season. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know. Do you think they're going to go down that route that the whole like injustice, like inequality kind of thing and just kind of uh, pointing out the fact that superheroes don't make money. They don't have like actual income. <laughs> well, I, I think in the comics at one time it was mentioned that they have some kind of government, government contracts. Yeah. That's how they got. But yeah, it's kind of interesting that they've never brought that up and now right. that they are. Yeah. Cause, and most of them always looked, they're all, I mean, obviously someone like Tony Stark was rich, but even the other ones, they don't seem like they're like living squalor or anything. Right. Well, I mean, so and then when it's like when Thor, when um, Asgard got destroyed, yeah. he's living in somewhere yeah. and on the, running a shipping thing yeah they even did they even did that skit with that dude where he's got like a, he had like a roommate yeah <laughs> so he's just like living with some guy yeah. <laughs> so yeah i don't know it's just interesting because obviously you need money to live anywhere and how do these people make any money so yeah and, then was, it, and it's and it's true what the the banker or whatever he said that you know like half of the people came back it's like money scarce it's like yeah there's sure. a lot of resources that aren't yeah, so obviously the world is, is a hot mess. Yeah. Just, you know, without all of the extra stuff with inequality and things like that, it's just people disappeared for five years and all of a sudden they came back. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like, what do you want us to do? Like literally billions of people just reappeared. Yeah, buy Bitcoin. Yeah, buy bits of Bitcoin. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Decentralized. Uh, but yeah, I don't I just It's really interesting. That whole thing that, like you said, they've never brought it up, right? Just like how we, they never bring up the fact that superheroes destroy buildings and there's probably people inside of those buildings, mm-hmm. you know? So until we got like the whole thing with like Batman v Superman where you saw real impact mm-hmm. of Superman fighting with someone and they're knocking over buildings with people inside of them. Bless you. <laughs> was, oh, was it? I thought that you were going to sneeze. <laughs> Are you okay? <laughs> Do you need a drink of water? Okay. Danny was having a, he was having a moment. Moment. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, I don't know what they're going to do with that, but, uh, it seemed pretty interesting. Uh, so yeah, these flag smashers then I, I, again, it's, are they, are they a rogue group? Are they appointed by the government to kind of, cause it seems like they could be a group that the government can control and maybe that's what they want. And that's why they get their enhanced in a way. So I don't really know, but, know. Um, it, it'll be interesting to see the, I mean, I have a lot of theories and what but i mean i'm gonna wait it on sure yeah we'll see we'll see where it goes so that's pretty much what's happening with with sam and on his side and the the other part of the episode is we're seeing also bucky where Mm -hmm. bucky's at right we even it even starts off with a flashback to one of the last jobs that bucky did as the winter soldier which by the way they should have kept his long hair i think he looked cool yeah right yeah it didn't look like him to me yeah yeah kind of weird for he me. just look he just, yeah he looked like just the actor yeah. as opposed to looking like bucky barnes like yeah. looking like the winter soldier exactly so yeah. he just <laughs> so i just i i agree mm-hmm. uh, but we get that flashback and he you know there's the whole hail hydra thing he kills that dude couldn't that guy just couldn't get into his hotel room <laughs> he just with his key yeah, trying to get inside um but yeah man so he's 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 in he's in therapy i thought it was funny um just because imagine if you were the therapist for the winter soldier this guy's like a hundred years old he used to be a brainwashed assassin. This guy's a hot mess. Like, yeah, you <laughs> can't push his buttons the yeah. wrong way, man. He's going to chop your head off. Like, yeah. he's crazy. <laughs> Talk about, you know, dealing with someone that's pretty unstable. Uh, but that was cool. I like the way they shot that, where they were doing, like, super close-ups of him and then the therapist talking. So just from a cinematic standpoint, it was cool. And then he, we see him, like, making friends with this old Japanese dude, right? And I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. And then we realize that it's the father of the guy he killed. Yeah. I'm like, oh, that's brutal, man. Like that is yeah. just that's just hard. So he's trying to make amends. Yeah, but yeah. it's like, I mean, this old guy clearly like is I, still. I, want, I mean, is he going to break the news to him at some point? He tried, right? Yeah. He did so try. The, the first of all, the old guy just becomes his wingman, gets him a date, 
with uh, with the girl at the restaurant that they're at. I need to find me an old man like that. Yeah, he's just a good wingman for you. <laughs> he's a good wingman. <laughs> and so, uh, so yeah, so he, you get this moment where he sees the the mochi, right, or moki, however mm. you pronounce it, uh, and he's like, "Oh, that was my son's favorite treat, or whatever." And uh, that was that was heartbreaking. Man. Oh, yeah. I was like, "Oh man, this is he killed his dude's son. How are you going to tell him that?" And clearly, he's. But you don't know that at that point. Yeah, at that point, we didn't. Yeah, yeah we, we didn't, didn't know that at that point. But when you but later on, it. you're just like, "Oh man, that's brutal." So that he's on a date with the girl from the restaurant and he she brings up his son again, the old guy's son, and he just leaves in the middle of it. He's like, I'm going to go tell him right now. Right. And he opens the door. He sees he's got a little ofrenda for him, a little mantle. And he just he's like, I just wanted to pay for the lunch. I'm like, come on, man. He could have told him. So that's 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 hard, though. So obviously he's got a lot of problems going on. Um, but, yeah, I'm just looking forward to them getting together uh, yeah. in the because obviously they, in this entire episode, they weren't together whatsoever. So. Yeah, it'll be interesting um, to see what brings them together, like what right. what happens. So. It's pretty clear that from the trailers that they're forced together to do something, right? Like because the, they they're even they call themselves coworkers and they're just being partners and for some kind of job or whatever mm-hmm. it is. So it seems like that's what it is. And I'm assuming it's going to be something with the Flag Smasher group. Um, we'll see how this uh, this uh, John Walker guy you know plays a role and become this, he, as of right now he's Captain America. Yeah, and but he is the guy that becomes U.S. agent. So I don't know if that's going to change later on. Well, and but, from the yeah. trailers, we know that Bucky and Sam do end up with the shields. So. Right. And and I it, my whole thing, when he was giving it to the Smithsonian, I'm like, how does he get the shield back? Because clearly they have it. And oh. it seems like they're probably going to steal it back from this clown because now, now he's upset. He's like, why does this guy have the shield that I don't need? Why are you laughing Why are you me? hating on this guy? For? He looks like a goober. <laughs> <laughs> you want me to do it? It's my fault. <laughs> Well, we'll so, see what happens next week. Yeah. So again, <laughs> oh uh, I think things are going to move pretty quick because there's only six episodes. Uh, so we'll see what happens next week. Oh, Go- Goobers are us over here. All right. Uh, <laughs> let's, let's move on here. Yeah. <laughs> we gave it too much time. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We're moving on to uh, the Snyder Cut. Um, you saw it. Danny, you didn't see it, but you're, no. you're okay with us. Yeah, it's fine. Uh, again, uh, slight. Okay, I mean, yeah, it's probably, we probably don't want to give too much because yeah. I don't think I, don't, I want to actually watch the full four hours already. Yeah, I don't know if you have, but if you haven't, just skip ahead and that's fine. But we won't get into <laughs> a ton of details here. I just I do want to cover some of the bigger changes, though. Yeah, that are. But first off, first impressions. What were your first impressions? Wow. Yeah. yeah. Good, right. For me, it was good. It was. Yeah. Like I don't know what the hell Whedon was doing. I don't know either. And I'll be honest with you right now. I'm, I I was never on the, I hated the Justice League bandwagon. Um, I remember you and I went to go see the original at the theater mm-hmm. and we walked out of like, oh, that was pretty cool. That was all right. I didn't hate it. I did. I mean, it, it, you rewatch it and you're like, oh, yeah, this movie, this movie's got a lot of problems, yeah. but I never hated that movie. So I'm already coming from a place of a little bit more of a middle ground. I didn't, it wasn't like, oh, this is the worst thing ever. Like it wasn't, it, it, sure. It wasn't that great, but I never hated it. Uh, but going from that to this, holy moly, man, it's like oh, yeah. a completely different movie. So I would highly recommend that right. if you are, were on that, I hated the Justice League bandwagon, check this movie out. I think it's totally worth your time. Uh, it was long, but didn't necessarily feel too long. I did break it up. I watched mm-hmm. it over a couple of days, but um, it's great. I, I really enjoyed it too. Yeah. Story, more of Cyborg, more yeah. more story. Yeah. I mean, it was just, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. The Warner Brothers just say, hey, we didn't hear, do what you want. I with guess. It. That has to be what it was. I guess so, yeah. And we didn't just. And that's what Warner Brothers does. They don't right. take control of their properties. They just hear, yeah. do what you want with it. And. We so. get the Green Lantern, right? Right. <laughs> Good old Green Lantern. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, so some of the bigger uh, changes here. So the the number one is 
that it's not Steppenwolf that comes to do the invasion. It's Darkseid's mm-hmm. invasion, right? We actually get him communicating with uh, Darkseid's people. Uh, apparently, Steppenwolf is like an outcast, right? Because he's somehow, he did some kind of betrayal. We don't yeah. know what it is, but he mentions that you betrayed him. And so he's, I guess he owes him 50,000 worlds. <laughs> Seems kind of steep, bro. I don't know. 50,000 worlds. <laughs> so, because Steppenwolf is like a conqueror. So he okay, goes yeah, around. Right. Yeah. So he, and so apparently he's trying to conquer these worlds for Darkseid, who's his nephew in, in, in the comics or whatever. And he did some, he betrayed him in some way. They don't get into detail on what, but they do mention that. Yeah. And he's like, you owe him 50,000. I'm like, how much I, is a world worth? That's can steep. I give you, can I give you some doge? Yeah. I know, right? <laughs> Does he mine his own worlds? <laughs> that's insane. So that's what he's doing there. It's Steppenwolf looks way better. Like he looks, he looks. Oh yeah, yeah. his armor. His armor looks awesome. Yeah. He doesn't look like a human. Like he looks, he looks humanoid. He was smaller. He was smaller in the yeah, original. Cut. Big old dude, like he's supposed to be. And because the original cool. And according to Warner Brothers, the original cut is canon, right? I guess I don't know. I'm not sure. I think so. I, they, they might change that because this is. Doing much better. Yeah. It has <laughs> Make to. this canon. It has to. That'd be silly not to. So so would this be the turning point? This will kind of set it. Set I think so, because we'll get to one of the changes here where I think it leads into something else later on, which is probably the original plan. And I think they're going to continue it, even though it won't be Snyder directing some of these other movies coming in the future. But um, I think it's it'll tie into some other stuff because this is good. And it's, for, as far as I can see, it's being well received. And I'm sure Warner Bros. is paying, paying attention. To oh, it. yeah. So, uh, nice. so that's probably one of the bigger things is that it's not just Steppenwolf coming in here trying to get the mother boxes. That it's uh, it's Darkseid's whole thing, yep. and they show more details about why he came. Mm-hmm. Right, it was the fact not just that the mother boxes woke up, but that Superman died. And that's it, the that once the scene that we had talked about in the trailer. Yeah, where he's hold, where, where he's being held by, he's been by still Doomsday. held by Doomsday, but yeah. it's it's his screams or his yells. Yeah, and they show. Dying, like yeah, the I love they show. I love they show the sonics, the yeah. sonic wave of his screams like echo through the entire planet mm-hmm. and it wakes the boxes up mm-hmm. and then that's when steppenwolf comes yeah. because they weren't they wouldn't come if they know that the kryptonians there so i thought that was cool too yeah. they kind of show that in more detail uh we get uh this this is a big a bigger spoiler so you'll look I'm out fine. for this i'm good for that we get martian manhunter yeah right we actually which we already kind of knew he was there it's the it's the guy that he plays the general from from i think even man of steel yeah. and batman steel. superman so he's been in all the movies so far yeah. and uh, we get a whole new scene between Lois and uh, Martha Kent, mm-hmm. and uh, it's Martha, right? So he's he's pretending to be mm-hmm. Martha Kent. So after this, after they talk, they have this nice little heart to heart, and then he le- she leaves, and then she turns into Martian Manhunter. So essentially, she's trying to get Lois to come back to the world because yeah. she's like you know isolating herself or whatever. So that was cool. Yep. Kind of get a little reveal of, of Martian Manter. He looks awesome, I think. I think he looked pretty cool. Um, maybe not the best CGI in the world, but I think for what for what they were doing here with this, that that was a scene that I think was completely brand new. Mm-hmm. It was shot just for this. Yeah. So uh, pretty cool. You mentioned already Cyborg gets a, a much better story. It's actually like more, like it's worth telling more, I think. Yeah, right? it's, it's more of human, more of a human story and yeah. how we get more of his backstory like we didn't get that and i don't think we're ever going to get like a cyborg movie yeah right so a lot of people didn't know his origin so yep. we get more of his origin story and, a, and a, i think a lot of it was because him and, and whedon didn't get along mm. like yeah. there was a lot of issues i guess with them on set or whatever and even to this day he talks about talks about that and so yeah i think that's probably why he we didn't see much of him uh, as far as like details mm-hmm. in the original theatrical cut and it could have been because him and Whedon just were not. And I think the studio sided with Whedon yep. on all of on a lot of things. So 
Uh, so yeah, like you said, way more story about him and you know what happened to him, uh, him and his mom, like all this stuff, right? It was way more, way more detail. I thought it was really, really cool. Uh, the nightmare scenes, we get a lot more details on the nightmares, especially the ending. Well, the ending, and then Cyborg actually seeing one of those, right. or being part of the one of the nightmares. Exactly right. Well. So he sees one. He sees kind of like a premonition, yeah. right? When he, they're about to, it's the scene where they're going to wake Superman back up or try to bring him back to life. And I liked how the the Kryptonian computer the entire time was trying to make him not do it. Yeah. They were like, "You can't reverse this. If you do it, this is I advise against it." And they were still doing it. Mm-hmm. And then he sees like this whole little premonition of Dark Side. Yeah basically killing most of the justice league members yeah so that was kind of cool and at the very end he was like oh maybe we shouldn't do this and it was too late at that point and then we get to see the flash actually use his his time reverse yeah exactly so that was so cool so in this scene this is similar to in the theatrical cut where barry allen has to spark the mother box to turn it on to wake superman up um but in this they show the box fall and he ends up getting there late like the the box already hits the water before he's there but he does the whole thing where he actually reverses time by like a few milliseconds so that it comes back up and then he touches it. Yeah. So I thought that was really cool. Yep. And he does it again later in the end too. Um, but yeah, I, I, I don't know the, the whole nightmare thing. We'll get to that. Let's talk about the nightmare thing now with at the end, the ending scene with yeah. that was cool. I think so. We yeah, get, was, well, that I think according to uh, Snyder, that was all a new scene. That was a whole new scene too. Yeah. Okay, and, cool. And the Joker or Jared Leto and Ben Affleck weren't available at the same time. Yeah. So they're not really talking to each other. So it's kind of uh, interesting how that dialogue okay. dialogue plays okay. out. Yeah, because yeah. I do know that all, everything with Jared Leto was was new. Yeah, but I didn't know that the entire thing with all the other Justice League members there yeah. that that was also new too. Yeah. But anyway, at the very end oh. in the prologue, uh, we get like this extended uh, nightmare scene that we've seen before, where Batman has like this vision of the future, where it's all like a wasteland mm-hmm. and it, Dark Side's already came and conquered everything, and it's him and Cyborg. And the Flash, Flash has like this crazy armor suit on. It looks almost like Iron Man. Yeah. Well, it's kind of like the his the sequence from uh, from Batman B, from, B, from BVS. Yeah. Where he yeah. comes back and tells goes back in time and says it's all Lois. She's the key yeah. or whatever. And uh, who else is there? Mira's there. And who else am I missing? Uh, someone. Deadshot. De- uh, no, uh, Dar- uh, Deathstroke. Deathstroke. So you have all these people there, which Deathstroke's a villain and he's there. So they're all together at this point, and they have the Joker there. So the, he it was cool. It was a cool dialogue, mm-hmm. and um. I guess all this happened because someone let. Uh, and that goes back to um, Cyborg's vision yeah. of the nightmare. I think that's when it was where he sees Superman holding what we assume to be Lois. Yeah, like a crispy body. Someone yeah. got burnt up. And, He's and, just holding bones. Yeah, and then apparently in the Batcave with Doomsday. Yeah, like because Doomsday's kinda, there. Doomsday yeah. puts his hand on his shoulder. Like yeah. that was kind of that was kind of weird. Kind of like where Superman turns turns bad because exactly. something happened to, to Lois and why was she in the Batcave? And yeah, because they were yeah because there was a good uh, point that that they were inside of the Batcave whenever that happened because yeah. you can see the Joker suit in the back. Yeah, and I, I, and I'll talk about like some of the um, I found some of um, Jim Lee's sketchboards uh-huh. for it. Oh, cool. Apparently, in his sketchboards, Lois is pregnant, but Batman is the father. Ooh, spicy. Okay. <laughs> it's a little more Povich there. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Things are heating up. Yeah. Uh, but the the whole dialogue, I think, with Joker, by the way, the whole the whole uh, we live in a society thing from the trailer, it's that was just for the trailer, <laughs> yeah. it seems like. I think that we're just doing that. Well, just Snyder said he let 
Jared Little ad lib a lot. Okay, so that's fine. That was he then. just. I think Jared Little just threw that in there. Yeah, and Snyder said, "Let me throw that in the trailer." We'll throw that in the trailer. So that's not in the scene whatsoever. It was just that was just for the trailer. But they have a good dialogue, man. Like Jer- yeah. like Joker is he's pushing all of the buttons, all of Bruce Wayne's buttons. You know, saying about how you know everyone's everyone that everyone dies. His his parents. He's talking about uh, Robin, like everything, right? Yeah. Like we never. I don't think we ever got that kind of dialogue between those two no, characters. I no. mean, we got a little of it. We, in, in Dark Knight, in Dark Knight, yeah, but nothing on this level. Like, yeah. I mean, Batman's just like you're just talking. Batman swearing, yeah, yeah. Like <laughs> he was mad, man. Yeah. But that was a great, uh, that was a great scene. Uh, and then he wakes up. So we, that was just another uh, a dream sequence. But it was more extended. We kind of see who Batman's with, what happened, why is Superman bad, and essentially it's because somehow Lois died and someone's at fault. And an interesting thing that Joker tells him though is. When are you going to die in one of the timelines? Yeah, because he mentions like how many timelines are going to be ruined because you don't have the cojones. He says, yeah, the cojones. you don't have the cojones to die yourself. So it's like, what happened to get to that point? Right. And we and didn't get that in the original. Cut. No. And we've always speculated that DC or Warner Brothers was going to go the multiverse route. Sure. Yeah. And that was. And it's. And and he, well, this yeah. is a new scene anyway. Yeah. So. And I, and I think it could be because. So going back a little bit to the Flash. Uh, in the big fight with uh, Steppenwolf and everyone else, he he has to once again try to separate the mother boxes because they're about to unite. This this happened in the theatrical too, mm-hmm. where um, Cyborg is connected to the boxes. He's trying to separate them, but he needs a power jump. So mm-hmm. Barry's doing the whole running around super fast, building up energy so he can do it. And while he's doing that, and and Cyborg is ready, uh, one of the Parademons shoots him. And he gets injured pretty bad and he falls and so all his energy has gone. And then he ends up being too late. But he does the whole thing where he runs at the speed of light and he reverses the time all the way back so that he can so he can still do what he needs to do. And I think that's going to tie into the Flash's movie at yep. some point. They're going to use that because we know that the Flash movie is going to be based off of the Flashpoint Paradox, which is where Barry Allen goes back in time to try to save his mother from dying. And in and, and as a result, everything is ruined when he comes back. Yeah. Like the Atlanteans and the Amazonians are at war. Like there's, it's just crazy stuff going on. And if you want, you can watch the Flashpoint Paradox animated movie. It's out. It's been out for years. Really good movie. Uh, and it tells you the story. So that's what that's going to be about. I think where they're going to tie that in with his abilities to be able to go back in time if he mm-hmm. runs at the speed of light. So I don't know. So that kind of tells me too the same thing with what Joker said about you know how many timelines uh is this going to happen because you won't because you won't yeah. die or whatever so that kind of in the matrix where they're like just replaying everything because i mean he, I don't know. he the joker kind of knows like hey this is a different timeline when are you going to die right right yeah. yeah yeah it could be and again this is this is a dream sequence so it's not something that's actually happened yet but um, i think it's going to be really interesting for them to continue this with the flash it's not going to be snyder directing that obviously but um i think if they continue with this story i think that'd be so great you know, well, keep it in the same path anyway. Well, and that's the thing, though. What's Warner Brothers plans? Because sure. the scene at the end with the Martian Man- Manhunter coming to visit yep. Bruce Wayne was supposed to be a Green Lantern. Oh, OK. That would have been cool what too. he wanted. And yeah. the studio said, no, we want to do the announcement or we want to be the ones to to do bring that character. Yeah. Back. And I thought they should have let him do it. I think that would have been cool. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But but yeah, so he wakes up from that dream. He's in his house. And that's where we get the second scene with Martian mm-hmm. Manhunter. And uh, yeah, I think he looked cool. Obviously, Martian Manhunter is super powerful. Like he's yeah. almost like Superman. So he's got some different weaknesses. But 
um, yeah, I, I don't know, man. I don't know where, where, where this is going to go because I don't think Snyder wants to do any more of these. You know what I mean? That'd be a shame. Yeah. And and the way he did this one, I, I wish he would have done Man of Steel and Batman V. Sure. I mean, they were good movies. Yeah, they were good. But I, especially Man of Steel. I like yeah, Man of Steel if a he lot. Had, yeah, if he would have had this kind of story and the layout yeah. he did with this one. And just letting him do what he wants to do. Yeah. You know, just let the let the creator do create what they want, right? A good creator. So, yeah, a good creator. Not everyone's that good. Yeah, not everyone's <laughs> that great. I mean, and we didn't only, I think, only did a good job with the Avengers is because he still had Kevin Feige, like, uh-huh. pointing. Oh, for wanted. sure. Kevin Feige is, is, is king of the castle when it comes to yeah. everything Marvel. So it's still mostly him saying yes or no on stuff. Yeah, and that's what kind of DC needs. I think yeah. they need to a single person. That, maybe even give it to Snyder. Hey, yeah, this, you're you're the Kevin Feige of yeah, someone that's passionate about this stuff, that cares about the characters, that cares about storylines, and tries to keep it intact. Yeah. Like that's the problem is that you have too many people trying to come up with their own visions with no one driving the ship, so to speak. Yeah. Right? Because we even see that with Star Wars, right? Yeah. With the some the Star Wars, some of the new Star Wars stuff is kind of a mess because there's too many people trying to do it with no single vision. You know yeah, what I mean? Right, like it's just, yeah. and I, I, again, I don't hate any of the new Star Wars stuff, but it's the same thing. Like this stuff could have been a lot better had you planned all of it out from beginning to end. Yeah. And it just, they just didn't do that. So yeah, cause we got, I agree. We got the, the Barry Allen, uh, Ezra Miller flash coming yeah. into the, the TV show, into the TV show. Yeah. It's like, there's a lot of just like, right, right. It's a mess. It's yeah. fix it. We did also get the scene with him saving Iris. I thought we were going to get more of that. But yeah. it was just that one scene that we saw years ago where he, he saves her from a car accident and all that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that was a cool scene, though. He, like, burns yeah. his shoes off and stuff. That was really cool <laughs> to see. But, uh, but yeah, man, uh, good stuff. Go check it out if you haven't seen it. If you have the time to do it, I highly recommend it. So my question to you. Yes. Four by three. I did. I, it, it was fine. Like, um, obviously, I have a, big, a pretty big TV, so mm-hmm. it's, it's cool. Like, you see the screen top yeah. to bottom. But I would, I think I would have still rather just had my entire screen filled, right? Mm-hmm. But again, if you have, if that meant you had to crop it, then maybe not, right? Because it did look good, it really did. I'm not gonna say that it it looked crap. It, it didn't take me out of the movie in any way, so I did enjoy it. And they gave a little warning at the beginning. Yeah, yeah, it's a, it's in the very beginning that you get a little splash screen. It says this movie is in four by three ratio to preserve uh, Zack Snyder's uh, original creation or something like yeah. that. So that's kind of cool. Um, so no, I did not hate it. I, I did again. I would rather you have cut it so that it fills the entire screen. But if you had to cut from the top down in order to do that, I would rather you just yeah. left it the way it was. And after a while, you probably got used to it, right? 100%. You forgot about it. Yeah. It's no different. Again, like, like even what we said before, we talked about it a couple of weeks ago. It is no different than the black bars on the top and the bottom. It's just black bars on the left and the right. Um, and if you're looking at the screen dead on, you literally don't see it because you do see just a taller mm-hmm. image. So I was, you know, slightly turned on. I was okay. Like, this is fine. Mm-hmm. Cool. So. And another thing I liked too was the the way he broke it up. Yeah, yeah. So it's got seven parts, I believe. Six chapters and then the epilogue. And the epilogue. Yeah. So it's seven total little chunks. So if you did want to watch it in pieces, you can see like, oh, I'm going to watch, you know, two chapters yeah. or maybe three chapters and I'll watch the rest later. So you can do that. It's broken up into like little chapters. That's good. So yeah, it's the same movie. It's not like different little sections. It's right. just one movie, but you can see the chapters broken up. So I thought that was cool. So does the restore the Snyderverse become the new train? I, I would hope so. You know, I don't want to just jump on another train here, but this was good and I would like to see more of it. And I think if you see it, you'll agree. Even though you're yeah. not like the biggest DC fan, I think you'll enjoy it because it was good. Oh yeah, I'm looking forward to watching it. It's a great movie. So I want to hear your thoughts next week if you get to see it this yeah, week. Yeah, no, I will. Not... I can probably watch maybe a chapter. Yeah, like I said, you just knock it out day. in little chunks. I've been watching right? two or three chapters today. Yeah, because each chapter is probably a good 30, 45 minutes. Yeah, uh, you can kind of jump to something else. Well, I, I mean, I know you're not that much into DC, but as I was watching, because I started early yeah. in the morning on Thursday, 
I'm like, okay, I'm gonna watch a couple of them, go do some errands, and come back. Like, I was like hooked. Like, yeah. I was like, I'm gonna watch the first two, and I'm like, no, I'm gonna stay one. with it. Yeah. And before you know, and it, I was you're like, done. I was like, like, oh crap! But no, I was like, damn, I gotta go and do the stuff. And same, and I was like, in a hurry to get back just to finish it right away. Dude. I I agree. Yeah. It was because it's good. Even though even some of it is stuff you've already seen. There's so much new things all mixed into what you've already seen. It feels like completely brand new. I'll watch so, it today. Yeah. I'll start watching some of it Check tonight. It so yeah, by next week, I'll have some some insight. Yep. Cool. So that's it on uh, the Snyder Cut. Let's get into uh, anything new that we've got this week. I don't know if anyone's got anything new. Mm, go nuts. Weekly recommendations. The only two things I watched. Well, one was I watched it, but I don't know. It was more listening. Uh-huh. Call Calls on TV on Apple TV+. Plus. I saw the trailer to that. Yeah. I'm, I don't know what I was watching. At yeah. first. We're watching it. We're like. What are we watching? No, no. What are we listening to? Because it's it's not a mo- it's it's audio only. Okay. Really? <laughs> what kind of calls is it? It's just stories that it's. I saw, yeah, it's, I saw the trailer and I'm like, is that what's it, what it's gonna be? There's not gonna be no. No, it, it's you're just watching waves. Like when you're, you're, are all you're doing is listening to people's phone calls. Interesting. I mean, it's 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 not real phone calls. It's they're, yeah, they're, 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 actors. Calling, they're calling each other and things are happening in their own world. Oh. It sounds like the world's under attack. Yeah. And now you're hearing it from every from their their own. It's. Sounds interesting. It's yeah. They're fifteen minute episodes. Okay, so super okay. short. Okay, cool. They're cool. quick and, and short. So that's one thing I watch. So again, watch slash listen. When you watch it, <laughs> don't expect to see any visual other yeah. than just the waveforms. Got it. Of a okay. phone call. Okay, cool. Um, so that keeps you in. It's one of those things where you're watching. You're like, I don't think this is cool, but then you just get intrigued with the storyline. <laughs> right. Well, that's the thing too. If, yeah, if the like, story's huh? good enough, you're gonna you're gonna grab you in. So yeah. So what makes you think though that it's like something happened in the world? Is it just the dialogue that's yeah, that, yeah? Because yeah. one person's saying, "Oh, wait, something's weird's happening." I thought you were here, but how oh, can you? Oh, okay. And then like, wait, and then before you know it, they're just like, "There's all this." Hey, man, I'm all for people trying craziness new going on. It's pretty yeah. cool. It's, it's that's uh, cool. It's 15 minutes, so, you know. It's I think it's like six seven episodes. I'll check okay. that out. That and then um saw Yes Man. No, not Yes Man. Yes Day. Oh, what's that? I never heard of that. It's with um. It was pretty. It was pretty funny. It's yeah. it's, it's a kids movie. Oh, okay, cool, cool. All right. I mean, it's it's a family movie, not a kids yeah, yeah. movie. It's not necessarily for. It's just um where the parents give their kids a, a a yes day where they can't say no to anything all day. Oh, I gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Have it, you seen uh, Raya w- with the kids yet? No, it was. I think that may that may be later today. Yeah, that's a great movie, man. I, I saw that last week. I think that movie's fantastic. I would highly recommend. It was just Brittany and I watching that. I'm like, mm. this is great. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's pretty it's, good. We, we we were gonna watch that Friday, but we ended up uh-huh. watching them yesterday. Ah, oh, cool. Okay, it's what is with, that on? Um, oh man, I don't even know what it was on. My wife put it on, and I just started watching it with them. <laughs> okay, I don't know what. All these damn streaming services. We don't. Even yeah, know I don't know which, which one. What was it? Was it maybe in the Netflix? Um, let's see. I'm looking it up. To with Jennifer right Garner. Um, and it's 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 not animated, right? It's a movie. No, no, no. It's not. It's it's a, it's a kids movie. It's okay. with Jennifer Garner and um. Yes, day is on Netflix. Netflix. Okay. Okay. Cool. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, right, it's it's sweet. it's entertaining. It's again, it's not kiddish. It's yeah. But it's more family. It's family, yeah, because yeah. it's, it's 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 funny. They do it. At first, I'm like, okay, I'm like, that's gonna be one of those cheesy movies. But no, they did a good job with it. Yeah, okay. It, it was just something you could watch. Yep, that is a Netflix show. Okay, cool, sweet. What about you, one? Nothing besides the uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier and yeah. Snyder Cut. Um, I do have a question for you. Would you be interested in a Mrs. Doubtfire NC17 cut? Yeah. No. What no. <laughs> what? Wait. What? What, so, what, so, what do you mean by that? So yeah, apparently. Explain. So apparently. Since the Snyder Cut came out, there's been talk about this uh, NC-17 cut of Mrs. Doubtfire. The original Mrs. Doubtfire? Yeah, the original Mrs. Doubtfire. Okay. So Chris Columbus had to come out and clear things up. But he said there is an R-rated cut. Okay. Because he let Robin Williams, like when they would shoot scenes, and you know Robin Williams, the yeah. actor, I mean, you know, he was very... He was, yeah, he was right. Yeah. So he he would let him, they would do one to two, one to two 
cuts uh-huh. of just regular dialogue that was in the script, and then he would just let him do fifteen to twenty-two scenes of the same. One hundred percent, I would want to see that. Yes. Like he would I, just go yeah. off, and yes, yes, you got to keep us separate from the family version, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right, exactly. But Definitely yeah, of course, want. just 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 to see Robin Williams in a natural kind of yeah. ad lib. You know, you let him be robin williams and just yeah. do whatever you want hell yeah i think yeah. it would do good i would love to see it, it. Would so the good. nc-17 cup came because he was asked the question he said yeah there there could be a pg-13 r and nc he was joking about the nc-17 okay. but that was a joke okay there is yeah i would love to see footage uh, for our real right. yeah. not just because it's r-rated but because if, if you can see him being in character yeah. free of a script and just acting hell yeah man yeah sign me up nice. for that so who knows? i'll watch it let's, oh, absolutely. let's, let's trend it yeah <laughs> who owns mrs doubtfire what would that be on I'm assuming that would come on some kind of service. Mm, not sure. Is this twenty? Is this twenty first century? No. Let me see. Mrs. Doubtfire was twenty century Fox. Yeah. So that means it's Disney. Twenty first century. Sorry. 20th so, century Fox, so that right. means it would it was Disney owned at this point. Okay. It wouldn't be on their Disney Plus. It'd be on. It would be on, on the other one. Star <laughs> thing, right? Or they throw it on Hulu. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, yeah. they can do that as well here in the states. But yeah, man, I would love to do that. That'd so be cool. Let's see. Hopefully, we'll get that. Sure. But um, that's it. Anything else besides? Nah, yeah. That was it. That's Sweet man. Uh, obviously, I had the, the Snyder Cut and Falcon. Uh, what else did we check out this week? Uh, oh, there's a show on on uh, Disney Plus, not Disney Plus, Apple TV Plus. The it's a nature documentary, and it's called. Um, it's, it's about shooting animals at night, basically. I forgot what it's called. I think not it's shooting them. For, yeah, not, I mean like like <laughs> shooting them photographically. I'm like, wow, <laughs> <laughs> it's not a hunting show. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> when did you deer, get into hunting? Going deer hunting in the dark. Um, so I, I think it's called like In the Dark or something like that. But anyway, it's it's pretty much a, 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 a animal documentary like you normally would see like Planet Earth or animal something like that. Dark? But it's called, it's, I don't know, that sounds weird too. <laughs> but it's all shot at night. Okay. I, I, I think I've seen the Yeah, and it's narrated by Tom Hiddleston, which is funny because this is the second uh, nature documentary that Apple has with an MCU person because you have that other one called Tiny World mm-hmm. and it's narrated by Paul Rudd. Mm. So this one has got Tom Hiddleston in it. And it's amazing, dude. Like the stuff, the shots that they get, it's all like you think about it. They shoot in like pitch blackness. It's like out somewhere like in the wild, usually some kind of African plane. There's one somewhere in South America because there's different animals that they're checking out or whatever. And just from like a camera nerd perspective, I was blown away about how they got these shots to look as good as they did uh, in complete blackness. What were they what, like? What are they use or what tech? Or- yeah, so they're using um, like these lenses that are designed for astro photography, like telescopes okay. and all the stuff that's meant for like looking at the stars. And then this new new tech of cameras, and they'll shoot it in like night mode, which makes it look pink. Mm-hmm. And then they take that image and then they Colorize filter it. out the certain colors to just give it back its natural color. And it just looks amazing, dude. I like, gotta just check that out. What's it called again? I think it's called in the dark in the dark. Yeah. Something like that, but it's, I'll look it up. I'll, that, 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 that sounds interesting. Yeah. It's just, I mean, you know, what, let me give you the actual name right now, but the, each, each episode is like, you know, the 20 minutes or 30 minutes. It, it's pretty short. Uh, let me find this thing here. Cause now I'm, now I can't remember what the hell it's called. <laughs> <laughs> shooting, shooting animals in the dark. <laughs> It was that one. Then you said animals after dark. I'm like, I know, oh, right? Yeah. It's like, oh, hold on. It's not that either. <laughs> We're not that type of show, dude. <laughs> That's crazy. It's called Earth at Night. Okay. okay. That's a much better name. <laughs> yeah, that is a better name. <laughs> so it's called Earth at Night. And the reason I was saying in the dark was because um, after the, like the second half of the episode, 
it's it's called shot in the dark and they actually show what the film crew is doing to get these shots mm. uh by the way there's one episode i think it's the second or third one where they're studying the the peregrine falcon which i didn't realize is the fastest animal on the planet when it dives it dives at over 200 miles an hour that would oh. hurt yeah <laughs> And that entire episode is filmed in Chicago because th- mm. that Falcon uh, hunts downtown in the city, does oh, it really? like from buildings and it dives down and it kills other birds and it doesn't, it's crazy, dude. I'm like, this is amazing. Man, you gotta be careful when walking downtown. I was, I was gonna say, does it hit people? There's, they talked about there's like six or seven nests in the city and they're protected and all that, but they hunt downtown wow. at night, specifically at night because the, the reflection of, of the glass from the buildings it messes up the vision of other birds and they capitalize on it. It's just so cool, man. Wow. So check that out. It's pretty dope. Oh, I'm going to check that out. Mm. That's cool. And it just looks so cool. Cause again, it's like, I've never seen shots at night look so crispy and I'm just, I'm just like mesmerized. Like yeah. how, like how did you get these shots, man? It's amazing. So it's, if you like camera stuff, it's really good. Check it out. So it's called earth at night. Um, I haven't even finished it. I think I have two episodes left, but it's great. And started playing an old video game. Um, uh, Resident Evil seven. Biohazard. Are you getting ready for? Because uh... I wanted because want, it's the same story for Resident Evil Eight. Mm-hmm. This game is terrifying. I'm not kidding, dude. Like I, I was like, I was got to call Bird. He's like, can you come sit with me so I can play this game? <laughs> <laughs> Goober, <laughs> terrifying man. Uh, but that's about it. So it's the new new old game. That game's from like three years ago. But mm-hmm. uh, but that's it, man. Earth at Night. Check it out if you like seeing some really cool uh, Earth uh, nature documentary type stuff. Mm. Yep. Sounds good. All right. uh, but that's it. I think that's the show. All righty. You got anything else? You guys nope. good? No, not, what's go? coming up this week? Have we got anything? <laughs> Danny's like, shut up, I'm trying to leave. <laughs> He's like the guy at the meeting that asked a question. Hold on, I have a question. I have a question um, excuse me. <laughs> Can we look at these numbers? Yeah, I don't understand <laughs> this. Can you explain? <laughs> Can you go back to slide one? <laughs> Can you go all the way back to the beginning? <laughs> Is that, was Danny on the call? Oh, no, we yeah. have to start over. Oh, man, let's start over. Um, no, That's I think funny. we just have just obviously episode yeah. two of, of Falcon. I don't think there's anything else coming. I can't wait for that episode. For yeah, some. especially because I want to see really, where, where this ends. Yeah. yeah. So we'll talk about that, of course, next week. So tune in for that. There's uh, no there's not, there's no new releases. This I don't week, think right? so. Not that I can think of at the moment. That um, um, Better Call Saul movie. What's his? Oh, uh, Nobody. That comes That's out this week? Out, yeah, it's only coming on the theaters, though. Oh, whack. Okay. Uh, keep saying in the trailer, only theaters. That's right. I did see that when the original trailer came out. Maybe it'll be online shortly then. I do want to see that. Well, thank you for your ears this week, everyone. Uh, Come back next week. We'll have some more stuff to talk about. There's always something new happening. Um, But stay safe and take care. We'll talk to you soon. Wow. I can't believe you stayed till the end. You must be really bored. Have a great day. Meatbag.